Hi. Hi there. It's Mark Steadman. Um, and I, I, I guess I haven't been very good company for the last month. Um, I'll talk about that. This is Company Man. The idea is we spend half an hour and I think when I started this I I was perhaps and I think I've talked about this before perhaps not very kind about the idea of the project and as I started doing more of it and perhaps that's what happens when you do something every weekday is the acceleration of that sort of the weird kind of feedback loop is greater um but i started to really quite harshly judge what i was doing and by extension i've been judging a lot of my work which is why i haven't really felt the um the need um or i felt yeah i i really haven't um if if i'm honest so the, the last episode i did which is exactly 30 days ago, um, was me sat reading uh, some spam or something. And the day before was sort of the beginning of... Uh, it was the, the, kind of the event horizon of, of me figuring out a bunch of stuff. Now, I don't want to make this episode about me, and I, I want to try and not make the any more of these episodes that I do make, I, I, I want to not make them about me because so part of this was, I guess I kind of figured to begin with, it doesn't really matter what I say. Um, in the words of John Popper, it doesn't matter what I say as long as I say them with conviction. If you are not aware of the song Hook by Blues Traveller, I know I have um, one or two American friends who... Uh, I guess, listen, um, when they can. Uh, and they'll know this song because it was very, very popular. Um, it's not an obscure number, whereas here, like, no one's heard of it. No one's heard of Blues Traveller. Um, but Hook is this amazing um, song that's this ode to songwriting. And it's it's an ode to... It's, it's, it's a magic trick of a song. It's Penn and Teller doing a magic trick in a song. Like Penn and Teller, they so often when they do magic, they tell you what they're doing and they kind of tell you how the, the trick works. And that's exactly what you get with Hook. It's, I'm going to pull your heartstrings now and I'm going to do it by um, putting a, as Neil Diamond says, you can sing it with a cry in your voice, you know, just like, I'm going to, I'm going to ladle this on. Um, but it's the hook that brings you back. It's the it's the chorus that keeps you coming back, um, and it's it's a really interesting song for that that construction. Um, so, I had this idea that it didn't really matter what I said on this show because it was just noise, and I think that does me a disservice, and it potentially does you a disservice because company. It's not about noise. It, because if it was just about noise, you could you could put the TV on. Um, this is about something more than that. I think what perhaps helped me get more to grips with that over the last few days is... So I... Um, I mean, 
you probably know this because I, I, I know there's a very, very small number of people who listen to this. And so most of them are probably already on my Facebook timeline. But I just got the idea after seeing a friend do a Facebook live stream the day before, just playing some records. I thought, oh, that's that's perfect. That's lovely. And I thought that would be fun to do and just sit and noodle at the piano. And so with sort of only about an hour and a half's notice, I, I downloaded all the stuff and rearranged my living room and uh, and scheduled the live stream, figured out, hey, do that on Facebook. And, and so it popped up saying, you know, Mark is planning to go live at 5 p.m. And quite a few people joined. And I got lovely comments and I continued to get lovely comments for, for a couple of days afterwards. And it was, it was, it was beautiful. And I realized because it wasn't a, it wasn't a gig, you know what I mean? I wasn't trying to, to do a, to do a gig. I was just doing a sort of lazy Sunday afternoon noodle on the piano. Like I might've done, um, back when I lived with my parents, you know, I might just sit up and, and play on the piano and maybe be a, an hour or so before football was going to start or we were, you know, or someone was um, in the kitchen getting Sunday dinner ready or whatever and, and I'd um, I'd have a play on the piano, maybe sing. And that would waft down from the, uh, from the, from the spare bedroom. And um, obviously, like, I don't experience that. I just experience playing and and you know every now and again someone will say oh that was nice <laughs> and um and it was lovely to do that just take a wee drink here it was lovely to unpretentiously spend a bit of time and I was still you know I was not showing off but I was I was you know to a degree obviously I'm performing I'm playing something on the piano but the intention was was different and I wasn't the big key, and I, I don't know if this is something you notice in my tone of voice now, um, or in my choice of language. I don't know, but I, I, I and I did it a little bit. It, it wasn't sort of it wasn't the Mark show. It was this is me on the piano, and that's been the big the big key. And and so I am talking about myself a lot, um, and I want to veer away from that because the point that I'm um, I'm basically getting to. It's about compassion. It's about self-compassion. And um, so my friend Kat uh, pointed me to a book yesterday, um, which came at exactly the right time um, because I've been... So my my counsellor says, I know a lot about judgment, um, by which he means, you know, I've experienced it a lot or experienced feeling judged, I think I should say, or fearing judgment. And... That's extended to my work. And I want to talk about judgment and I want to talk about judgment and compassion. Um, and uh, thank you to Jen uh, for suggesting I read this, uh, this little post that I'm going to read uh, on Company Man. Because um, I, I, I had no plans to do this, uh, to bring this back at the time that Jen wrote this. And, I, you know, I didn't write back and say, oh, I haven't done it for four weeks um but i um it, it's really this morning i i sort of realized what this is for and i want to try and figure out a way to make this 
useful. So the re- the reason, and I'll, I'll get to this post in a minute. The reason I'm I'm saying all that is because why am I saying that? Um, because of as I began saying, it doesn't matter what I say. It does, I think, or I I want it to. I don't want to just be um, filler. I want to actually be company. I want to be here for those that need it and not just to to give you some noise to drown out the thoughts in your own head, but actually to sit with you for a few minutes and be compassionate towards you and help you be compassionate towards yourself because... This, this, this project—I don't like to call it a show—but this, this thing, this feed, this podcast feed—is only here for the people that that need it, and for those that don't, they might judge this differently and might judge it harshly. And and I've I've done the same, but it's not for people who don't need it, or don't want it, or or couldn't find some use in it. So that's the idea. So, um. As I've been thinking a lot over the last four weeks about judgment, um, I had a discussion which I I didn't know was going to go here with uh, my counsellor on Tuesday. We're talking about something else, which ended up with sort of 10 minutes to spare with hitting upon this realisation about judgment. And I won't go through the the session with you because that's less important, but the core finding at the end of it really, really made me think about judgment and self-compassion, and 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 this book that uh, that my friend Kat recommended, which I will uh, I will dig out in a minute and, and recommend, um, is is a sort of really nice, useful next step. So there's a lot that I didn't put into the Facebook post about my particular what I know of of, of judgment. But I wanted to write something that I thought might frame it in a way that that would be helpful for others. Um, And so uh, I wrote this uh, on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, There's a good deal of talk about what we could or should be doing during lockdown, whether it's PE or learning a language or raising money for a charity. If you hear that voice telling you you should be doing something... Let me know and I'll come and kick its ass for you. I can do that without risking COVID because, you know, imaginary. That voice, that little demon, has kept me from enjoying most of the things in life that were important to me. Ever since I was four or five and didn't want to play with the other kids in Beavers because I was convinced I was going to be laughed at for having a disability. No one around me ever instilled that in me, and although I was brought up to understand my difference, I was never taught to think less of myself. But some little voice inside me decided from a very early age that I wasn't enough, and it's nagged at me every single day. You might think that's nonsense, given the amount of, uh, given the amount I put myself out there, but. I think that making stuff is how I cope because I can be judged against a yardstick I can see rather than one I can never seem to measure up to because it shifts and transforms. 
I'm coming to grips with just how pernicious that little demon has been and just how many opportunities it's caused me to miss out on, the last 12 months especially. I don't know if or how I can make peace with that demon, but I thought I'd say that if you felt that nagging voice either now or in the past telling you that you weren't measuring up or that somehow you're screwing up the thing that you were supposed to be enjoying in the moment, you're not alone. Now, while we're all uh, having this shared experience, it's easy to compare what we're doing with others to see if and how we measure up. Not all of us do, but some of us do. So I'm giving you permission to stop. If you need to have a cry, a beer, a sandwich, a fag, a run, a moment alone, take it. And if you feel like you do want to get out, uh, get up and, and, and do something, tomorrow's a good day to start. But there's no rush. Look after yourself. And so I think my understanding, my knowledge is and was still developing at the time when I wrote that, only less than 48 hours ago. And I think there's a lot there that I would hope would make sense um, to people. And I think what I appreciated in the comments was the number of people who took their own thing from it. Um, because weirdly enough, a lot of what I was talking about there wasn't to do with lockdown. For me, this period has been very reflective in, in a lot of ways. Because, you know, it's it's that where, wherever you go, there you are. Um, if, if you are the only person you can spend time with, you're going to probably veer towards the introspective. So the last time I recorded something, uh, I can't remember what day it was. It might have been the Monday. Yeah, I think it was. I think I recorded something on the Monday. And then the Tuesday I had a session and it was a very big session very weighty stuff um not to do with anything that we've talked about here and i went for a walk because uh, i needed to go and call off and walk off some of the uh some of the adrenaline um from having to talk about something very difficult and i was walking down going going my usual route which um i've now I sort of I've got it down pat really. I uh, I do this the same kind of circuit and it's about a 50 minute walk. Um and uh, it's it's a walk to a park and then round the park and then all the way back. And I did that and I sat at a bench which I think I I I now am less comfortable doing. I don't know I don't know how you feel about this. But I feel less comfortable sitting and just sort of taking in the space so I, I did this a couple of times I've got into recording binaural audio um, which if you're unfamiliar is I can't remember if I've talked about this I don't think I have um, it's basically you um, 
it's audio that's recorded with two microphones. It's stereo audio that's recorded with two microphones. And you place them a head's width apart. And you have a solid object in between. Um, a head-shaped object in between. And in, in some cases, there are heads that you can buy where you stick the microphones in the ears. Um, and they, they have anatomically correct ears so that the little flap at the, the the ear lobe and the you know the sort of flaps of skin slightly obstruct the microphone as they would do in a in a normal human head um and when you listen back it's incredible um you really get a sense of depth from the audio and it's just it's just standard stereo there's no special technology um there's no it's not a special file format you don't need specific hardware to do it except two microphones that are the right space apart now the um i bought because they were fairly cheap and i thought it'd be a really fun project i bought a couple of uh, 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 a pair of earbuds which are binaural microphones and headphones combined now one of the things that um i realized fairly early on is it's not a good idea to plug them both in at the same time because it comes with two plugs Obviously, one for the microphone connection and one for the headphone connection, so you can hear it back. Um, that's not a good idea. Uh, certainly not with the um, audio, um, with the recorder I was using. Now I'm sure an audio engineer will um, put me right as to either having the volume too loud or having some other um, monitor that was feeding back. But basically, I did that, and uh, and yeah, because the microphone and the headphone is effectively the same bit of kit. I mean, there's, you know, you've got a diaphragm and, and a... Uh, well, see, I don't know if you've ever done this, um, but I discovered many, 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 many years ago, when I was a very young lad, that basically a microphone and headphones are the same thing. I don't know the science behind this, but I guess, you know, it's, it's vibrations. Um but what I hadn't realized is um, you can use, and it does, it sounds bad, but you can do it. Um, I had a, and, and whether this only works with certain types of microphones or very cheap microphones, I don't know. But I remember playing some audio, plugging my mic into the headphone jack and playing audio. And if you turn it up loud, um, you do actually hear the audio um and i don't uh, so i don't know the science behind it but obviously there audio is just sound is just vibration um and a microphone has a diaphragm because a microphone's got to pick up vibration in order to transmit it through to the to the um, analog equipment that's going to record it um and so i guess it's that that's vibrating um but yeah it would it would approximate a very tinny version of the audio that you played through and the same applied um with headphones um I, I i'm pretty sure i i remember shouting into a big pair of like the big cans um big sort of early to mid 90s big big not fluffy but you know plush big plush leatherette headphones you know with the, the sort of the the plasticky sort of um squishy head spongy bit <laughs> you know the scientific name for that uh, and I'm pretty sure I yelled into that and it recorded it. Again, sort of a, you know, an Edison-like 
Um, very tinny approximation, but it was there. Um, so yeah, I guess they're kind of the same thing. Anyway, plugging those in. Uh, once I once I resolved to not. Uh, so going going back to the binaural stuff. Once I resolved to not um, plug them both into the same. Uh, plug plug the the microphone and the headphones in at the same time when I was recording. Um, I was able to to go and capture some binaural audio, and I've only done it a couple of times because the second time I did it, I started to become more aware of sitting still for ten minutes out in the public. Doesn't feel like something we're supposed to do. Do you know what I mean? And technically, it isn't. I mean, like by by the letter of the of the rules that the, the social distancing rules that were. Um, that we're, we're leading ourselves by um, it, it shouldn't because it's not a form of exercise and it's not shopping for essentials it's sitting outside for 10 minutes and obviously I'm keeping myself out of the way of other people but again it's not really what you're supposed to do and that I don't know how so um, in the last episode of Beware of the Leopard which we we did a special episode a few weeks ago we talked about uh, John Hickman, co- my co-host, um, brought up the <clears throat> the concept that everyone's a cop um, during this the, the 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 lockdown times during the quarantine times, and um, it is true. But also, I, I ended up having a conversation last week with some some friends about exceptionalism and how there's always someone to whom. Th- the rules don't apply as far as they're concerned or you know they can bend them a little bit because it's just me or whatever there's always a reason and and the the bit of my brain that appreciates a rule set is sort of going no just follow the rules just i mean just just follow the rules because we're all just following just just follow the rules and i get a little bit stewardly about it just just follow the rules just follow the rules just just follow the rules um yeah, because seriously, just follow the rules because <laughs> that's how we keep everyone safe. And that you know, and and it's not as if the rules are unre- are um, unreasonable and and egregious. I mean, they're egregious, um, but they're not unreasonable. So just follow the rules. And I think, as I thought more about it, I was just like, yeah, I don't really feel comfortable just sitting here. But after I had that difficult session, I went out and. Um, I just had my phone and and my keys, uh, and I think that was it. And I was aware that I wanted to do a Company Man episode. So it would have been the next one. It would have been uh, March the 31st. I can never remember how many days there are in each month. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I can never remember, apart from, you know, February. Um, and I guess December and January, maybe. Maybe I'm all right with January, I think, yeah. Um I think that's a tax thing. I think that's why I remember January. But I can never remember all the other ones. Um, anyway, uh, but that would have been, you know, the uh, the episode that, that went out before this one. Um, and there might have been more, but I don't know. And and so I, I was walking, um, doing doing this route, and I was just recording stuff from my phone. Not, not the binaural stuff at all, just had my phone out. And every now and again, I'd say, you know, I'm just walking here, cyclist over there, 
some birds overhead, you know, and just sort of record the sound and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it was... The reason I didn't put it out is... I sat at this bench looking at the ducks and just listening. Actually, I don't think there were any ducks. I was just listening to the to the rustle of the of the leaves and people walking past and cyclists and all that kind of stuff. Joggers. And I stopped recording and I got up. I don't think I deleted the file, but I um I just resolved to not do anything with it because I was I kind of felt like Nah, that one's for me. No, no one else. No one else gets that. No one else needs that. That was, that was just a moment for me. I'm not going to share that moment. Um, and that was part of this sort of change for me. Um, so I want to think about what uh, what this becomes. Um, I, I I can't make any promises. Um, or any big commitments. Um, but I'd, I'd be interested to know if you've any thoughts. Uh, you can drop me a message. Uh, I I don't think I'm gonna put this out on the Facebooks and the and the things. I, I don't think so, because I'm still feeling a little bit of that. Like I don't want to. So the okay. So I know I said I wasn't going to make it about myself, but I want to try and explain my methodology a little bit or explain my my thinking. I kind of got tired of trying to make Mark a thing. And I, I, I talked about that in what ended up being the last episode or the penultimate. Um, and yeah, so I, I sort of had that that experience of. I, yeah, um, I. I don't want to, I'm, I'm not a personality, you know what I mean? I'm not a, I'm not a personality in search of a vehicle, if that makes sense. I'm not Tara Palmer Tompkinson trying to figure out what she's actually famous for. Um, I'm just, a, I'm just this guy, you know, and slowly sort of having that realisation is what led me to sort of put a stop to a lot of things. And with this project, the reason I thought about bringing it back this morning is I I genuinely think that there is use for it. I don't know if there's a need for it. But I think I think it's useful for those that that could use it. Um and I'd like to think that I'd like to think that it it does serve a need for those that it can serve a need for, and um, that, that for those that need it. And I, I, if that's the case, then I want to figure out how I can serve that need because I enjoy doing this, and I especially enjoy moments of calm and also getting the chance to have a chat. You know, I don't. Days might go by where I only say a few words to my cat, you know, or my cats. Um, or, you know, yeah, it, it, it might be four or five days 
in between meaningful conversations. And so for me, it's useful to sit here. But what I don't want to do is just babble at you. I want to figure out a way to be useful in some small capacity. It doesn't have to be earth-shattering. Uh, so, yeah, if you've got any thoughts, then then do let me know. Uh, I think I might, because I, I spend a morning, I get up at um, usually around seven, because um, if I get up any later, my cats will eat my face off. And I make coffee and I make breakfast and I sit and I usually listen to um, the Daily Tech News show because um, it has a sort of a wraparound show where they, they just talk about all sorts of stuff. Then they do the, the actual news show and then they sort of finish up just publishing the show and chatting and stuff. So it's a, it's a thing for, for people who, who back them on Patreon is you get this extra stuff. And that's my morning. And that's sort of, you know, 50 minutes of my morning kind of thing. And as I did this morning, um, and, and as I'm going to hopefully continue to do, I'll sit and do 15 minutes of um, guided meditation through Headspace. And then I'll get up and actually start the day kind of thing and, you know, empty the litter boxes, get a shower, brush my teeth, uh, all that all that stuff, and then get ready to um, to work. And I'd like to think if there's ways that I can spend those that morning time finding things to talk about that aren't just me sitting at the microphone and, you know. Because, um, uh, you know, back in, back in the day I used to do... Um, I did a show which I found increasingly difficult um to do because i had to write it and it was again a pain in the backside um but it was a it was a good news delivery show and um it was very short it was only about five minutes um but i would find and it, it sort of it, it stopped being as good as it was because i stopped writing the headlines uh, i stopped rewriting the the copy and and was trying to kind of extemporize I don't know if that's the right word. But yeah, you know, just kind of trying to talk around it. And um, and I would go off into tangents of other stuff. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was, it, it lost the the kind of thread, which I think is a great shame because because there was something there. Um, but yeah, I'd like to figure out what I can do um, and how I can be of service. And like I said, not in any great big way, but if we're going to spend this half an hour together I'd like it to be more than just what I used to say of being just some background noise I'd actually like us to spend the time and what I will finish with is I want you to take a moment I so there's something in this book which I uh, which I need to to recommend to you, um, which is uh, I got it on Audible. Uh, in fact, if I uh, if I check my messages really quickly, I'll be able to find it. Um, and uh, it's 
so it's it's a sort of self help book, and I, I've, I've you know I've I've done my my fair share of um of the self of the self help books, um, and uh, but th- this one I think possibly because I was particularly receptive to it, um, it it has kind of spoken to me, um, and uh, yeah, I'm still trying to <laughs> still trying to find it. Sorry. Um, we had a lot of conversation yesterday about um, all sorts of stuff. And it is. Um, so Dr. Kristin Neff, um, N-E-F-F, um, and the uh, the book is called Self-Compassion, Stop Beating Yourself Up and Leave Insecurity Behind. So it's a bit self-helpy in the title, um, but it's, it's, it's proving really good so far. Um, there's a lot in it that sort of I'm, I'm identifying with. Um, <clears throat> but one of the trickier things in this book that I wanted to quickly finish on, it's a little exercise, and it's going to sound utterly bonkers. And it really, really is. So just brace yourself. But I found this actually helped. Now, if you live on your own or if you it's not appropriate for you to get this from another human being that lives with you for whatever reason. Um, the, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm just, so one, one of the things I often do is I prejudge things and, and, and then I see other, I sort of imagine other people's judgment of the thing. So I'm going to try and not do that and just tell you about what this is. Um, the advice in the book is to give yourself a hug. So the method that was most effective um, I found was crossing my arms. I, I, I did this when I was stood up. I think it was a little bit easier, but you can do it on the sofa. Um, cross your arms and then just run a hand up and down your forearm um, and give yourself a, a, a just a, a bit of a uh, a wee bit of a stroke. And um, you can you can tell yourself things if you need to tell yourself things. Um, I find that a little bit harder um it's, it's difficult to find the language sometimes and, and that might come easier to some but um the science is 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 apparently that it that it because your body doesn't necessarily know the difference um fully and skin to skin contact is so important that it releases one of the chemicals oxytocin i think it might have been oxytocin um which can help with all sorts of things and you might not feel the effect immediately, but uh, doing it a couple of times and and sort of a, a kind of losing yourself in it, abandoning yourself to it, um, I found to be surprisingly effective once you get over the fact that it's a bit silly, right? Um, it's actually quite, it's actually quite good. So give that a, give that a go. And thank you to Kat um, for uh, for the book rec- uh, recommendation. Uh, I'll tell you again, it's uh, Kristin, I think it's K-R-I-S-T-I-N, Neff. Um, yeah, self-compassion. Uh, and then there's more in, uh, information at selfcompassion.org, which I haven't looked at yet, but it's got some extra resources and stuff. So, uh, yeah, um, take care of yourself, please. And I will speak to you, I don't know when, um, we'll see see if we can do this uh, again tomorrow if I've got something to uh, to share then I, I will I'm going to try and make the effort um, and uh, yeah 
and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care.